You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine, the show dealing with issues affecting you and your family. Here's your host for Sunday Morning Magazine, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. On April 15, 1947, Jackie Robinson stepped out of the Brooklyn Dodgers dugout, crossed first base, and assumed his position as first baseman, doing so integrating baseball and changing America forever. On the phone with me now is the daughter of Jackie Robinson. Sharon Robinson is an author and activist in her own right. It's our pleasure to welcome Sharon Robinson to the show. Thank you, Rodney. I'm I'm thrilled to be on with you. And first of all, this is the question you're probably most often asked, but I'll begin with this question. What was it like growing up the daughter of Jackie Robinson? Well, Rodney, um, growing up, he, he wasn't Jackie Robinson to me. He was dad, mm-hmm. um, and I and I focused on that. And so uh, he was uh, a very good father. I was his only daughter, so he gave me a, certainly a special place in the family. And we were quite close. And and he was quite busy and traveled a lot. And you know, baseball years, post baseball, got involved in uh, business as well as the civil rights movement. And he was um, traveling quite a bit, but he always made sure he made special time for family. And when he wasn't traveling uh, and wasn't playing baseball, he was home in time for dinner. So, you know, I, I knew him quite well as a father. Now, let me ask you this now, and let's talk about your background now. You are a education consultant for Major League Baseball, is that right? Yes, Rodney. Actually, I, that was after a 20-year career as a nurse midwife and an educator. Okay. Um, I've been with baseball now for 10 years and started a program uh, called Breaking Barriers in Sports and Life. And it's a character education program it teaches kids that obstacles or barriers are part of life, and it's in, and we give them values. I associate my dad's success on and off the field as a strategy to overcome those barriers, and then we celebrate the kids overcoming their own barriers by they write essays, and there's a national essay contest, and it's quite um, wonderful. And I I can't wait for a, a new crop of essays to come in and read them and really see how resilient our children are, and and so I just love doing it. Okay, and what's that age group again for the essays? Um, it's primarily for grades four through um, six. Okay, uh, but we we actually having a meeting tomorrow to talk about next year. We've we've done other age groups in in previous years. So I'm not exactly sure if we're gonna we're gonna extend it up to grades eight this year. I hope. Okay, so we need to keep our ears out for that information. <laughs> yes, actually, all, the information on the Breaking Barriers program can be found on MLB.com. It's a partnership with Scholastic, but we uh, feature all the material on MLB.com, and you just go to MLB and and look up community programs, and we're we're sort of buried within the community programs. Okay. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Sharon Robinson. Of course, Sharon is the daughter of the late Jackie Robinson. Now, let me ask you this now. I'm calling you this morning. You're actually in the offices of the Jackie Robinson Foundation. Tell us a little bit about the foundation. Yes, the foundation was founded in 1973, um, a year after my father died by my mother and a group of close friends, and we're, so we're 34 years old, and uh, we have 269 um, scholars in colleges and universities across the country, and we're, we don't just dispense money. Our, our most in, the important part of our program and why we're so successful is we really work on leadership development, and we see our students once a year. They all come to New York for a networking weekend, and we have regional meetings uh, during the rest of the other part of the year. And our staff is available to the students at all times as um, all, we try to, the board and 
uh, corporate sponsors all try to help with the mentorship portion of it. So it's a strong mentoring program in addition to um, provi- providing scholarship grants to colleges and universities. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. My guest this morning over the phone is Sharon Robinson. Sharon is the daughter of the late baseball great Jackie Robinson. Now, the title of one of your earlier books was Promises to Keep How Jackie Robinson Changed America. In your opinion, how did your dad change America? Well, you know, he he entered baseball during a period in in American history when, um, you know, we had legal segregation and we had de facto segregation. So it was very much operative in this country, and it wasn't just in sports. It was in life. Um, And my father um, got brought into the major leagues uh, as a pioneer, and he, by being by excelling both on the field and by maintaining sort of his dignity and his strength and and sort of fighting back through his baseball skills, he um, proved that black and white people can be successful working together. And and as a result of that, um, baseball became fully integrated. And that's prior to the armed forces being um, integrated and the other the other professional sports and schools and all of that. So. Very much what he was, you know, we see his accomplishment as a, a catalyst for the movement that that followed. Okay. And again, this morning we're speaking to Sharon Robinson. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. Now, again, in the introduction of the book, Promises to Keep, you say that you often go out to visit schools and students often ask you questions. And one of the questions that you say is the hardest for you to answer is, did you really know your father? Why is that a difficult question for you? Well, because it's not just, um, it's just like what you said, did I, did I understand kind of the, the breadth of the man, um, not just him as a father, but him as the contributions he made to baseball and to America. And all of that has been something that's grown um, in my understanding over the years, particularly as I wrote um, Promises to Keep um, and, and Talk with Children. So did I really know him? Um, yes, he was there. And they also, the kids are asking me, you know, do I really, did I really know him? Because you know, they sort of can't imagine that he was present in my life. Um, he's such an icon. Yes, he's such an icon. And, you know, so they, they are sort of amazed that, you know, he was home for dinner and, <laughs> and that I went to his office with him when he was no longer playing baseball and, you know, that we had regular father-daughter time. Um, so they, they really are sort of fascinated with that part of it. And I guess they think that also he, he would be, you know, just traveling and, you know, we just wouldn't see him at all or he'd be living somewhere else. And so it's, it's, a, it's good for me to be able to explain to him that he took his role as a father as, as um, seriously as he did his, um, you know, work roles. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Sharon Robinson. She is the daughter of the late Jackie Robinson. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. Now, Sharon, I want to talk about the early years of integration for baseball. I understand that your family received on really a regular basis hate mail. Do you remember what it was like for your family? And was that something your parents worked hard to shield you and your brothers from? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I wasn't born um, in the first years when he entered baseball, but they, um, it was a sort of a policy or, or, or a decision my parents made that they would not sort of bring home the, the anger or, or the frustration and they'd work it out. My father would work it out. Um, he used to say, my father loved golf and he started playing golf when he was, um, you know, doing those baseball years and he'd say, well, it's a little white ball. So he had his ways to work out his frustration without 
bringing it home and and sort of taking you know any of that frustration out at, at on the family in any way. So um, I, it was the first time I really sort of became face to face with his early years in baseball is when I saw the Jackie Robinson story, and that was uh, while I was at day camp in Stanford, Connecticut, and I was the only black um, kid in the camp. And they showed this film as just part of our regular rainy afternoon movies. And I was quite shocked to see my father plays himself in the film, and it's sort of a not a strong role, but it's um, when you consider the times, it's um, certainly a, a strong role in comparison to the other roles blacks were playing in, in the in early fifties. Okay, so I have to ask you this: so, what did it feel like in that that day camp that day? You sat there and watched this film, and that was actually your dad. Everybody else is thinking again that this is an icon, and that was actually your dad. Um, I felt uh, first I was shocked that um, when he sort of came up on the screen and there was no preparation for it. And then I was very confused because my neighborhood was all white. We'd moved into Stanford, Connecticut by then and were living in an all-white neighborhood. And, and so my friends, everybody at school was white. So it, was, um, it sort of got very confusing to me um, to see, you know, the, the racism in front of me and, and my father de- you know, being depicted on a movie screen and what my father had to go through and the name-calling and all. And it sort of really confused me and started making me look at my world differently. So at first, but then as as the movie goes on, I, I felt this enormous pride because I saw my father, you know, stealing bases and and hitting, uh, you know, being a great fielder and a, and a hitter and just seeming to enjoy uh, his success on the baseball diamond. So I, I sort of got caught up in that and felt the excitement of of his um, success. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. On the phone with me this morning is Sharon Robinson. Sharon is the daughter of the late baseball great Jackie Robinson. Of course, in 1947, he integrated Major League Baseball. Sharon, let me ask you this now. We all benefit from the legacy that your father left to the world. But on a personal level, what is the biggest legacy he left for you as his daughter? I think the most important legacy, uh, well, there's two. One, he, you know, certainly taught us that uh, family has got to be an important part of our life but as but we even though our family is you know primary is primary in our lives um, he also taught us that we could have you know whatever career we wanted but as a family we're going to be involved in social change and that's going to be our family legacy and and so my brother and I are both on the board of the Jackie Robinson Foundation and we in both our work world and our private life, we've uh, managed to uh, be involved with community local and globally. My brother David is a coffee farmer in Tanzania, East Africa, and he supports or works with a a cooperative of farmers uh, that wouldn't have the opportunities that um, he's been able to afford them because he can, he's African-American and he can export the coffee, and for the first time, they're actually making a profit. And my work with a both my work as a midwife and and as a teacher, um, you know, it very much fits in with the philosophy that that we learned from our childhood, and the way they did it. Um, you know, my father would talk about it. he would go down south and be part of the marches, and he'd come home and talk about it. And then we, as a family, went to the march on Washington, and shortly after that, we had our first jazz concert to raise money for Dr. King, and we specifically raised money to um, provide bail money to the uh, jail civil rights workers. We continued to do jazz concerts at our home um, years after that, 
um, to raise money for various uh, various organizations. And and then when my father died, we continued that through the Jackie Robinson Foundation. And in the book Promises, you talk about how the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. attended one of these events. Yes, it was when Dr. King just preparation for Dr. King to come to our house. We just seen him recently at the March on Washington, so he was larger than you know. He was up there with with God to us. He was just you know so superior, and um, yet so we weren't quite sure what to expect when he came to our house, and we had such great respect for him. And then when he came to our house, he was so regular and warm, and and certainly grateful for um, the work we had done and the money we were able to raise. So it was um, wonderful to see him first on that podium with all those thousands of people there and then to have him come to your house and realize he's, um, you know, sort of a a regular man and, and a very dedicated man at that. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Sharon Robinson. She is the daughter of Jackie Robinson. Now, let's talk about the book. Now, what led to your decision to write books for young adults? Well, I guess it started, I was an author when I joined baseball, but I was writing for adults at the time. And then I started working with Scholastic on our Breaking Barriers program. And I just loved writing for children and interpreting history and life for children. Or helping to them to understand it better, and I had an opportunity to uh, do a book. My first book, ch- book for children, was called Jackie's Nine, and that was based on the nine values that I associate with my dad and that we're using in the Breaking Barriers program. And that book t- continues to. It's an anthology, and it's just like how my dad taught me and my pe- my mother taught me the values. It's all experiential, so it's got each chapter is about a value, and there's three scenes in it, and they're all excerpts from books that were um, published about individuals. And um, it's, you, by reading about their life, you're reading about how they had courage, integrity, persistence, uh, determination, you know, teamwork, whatever the value is. And then um, I did promises to keep after that, and I wanted very much to write fiction. And Scholastic said. Um, you know, gave me a contract to write um, fiction, and that's when I wrote my first book, um, which was Slam Dunk, and that came out um, a year and a half ago. All right, and again this morning, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me is the daughter of Jackie Robinson. Of course, Jackie Robinson integrated baseball in 1947. Now, Sharon, as you just mentioned, your latest book, Slam Dunk, is a sequel to the book Safe at Home. Before we talk about Slam Dunk, let's talk about the first book in the series, Safe at Home. Tell us about that book. Mm-hmm. Safe at Home is, you know, just like my nonfiction books, it's based on uh, real life characters. So Safe at Home um, and Slam Dunk originated with my son. I have uh, one son who's now 28. And when he was 10 years old, I moved him from the suburbs into New York City and our first right before um, sixth grade. And we had no time to adjust to living in the city before he had to start school. And then Halloween came and where he'd used to, we were used to having Halloween where we'd walk the neighborhood and you know, it's really something we both look forward to. Um, we had no idea how to handle it in the city. So he came home from school, climbed into, into his bed, and pulled his covers over his head. And from that I learned as a parent that I had to figure ways to um, you know, help him to adapt to living in an urban environment. So that was kind of the genesis of um, Safe at Home. I, I, um, the main character's name is Jumper. He's uh, Elijah, Elijah J. Breeze, um, a.k.a. Jumper. 
and he's um, a young boy of 10 years old who loves basketball, and he was uh, close to his father. His father was a high achiever and quite successful Wall Street guy, and he dies uh, prematurely of a heart attack. And Jumper and his mother move from Connecticut to Harlem six months after his dad dies, and they move into the brownstone that his mother grew up in, and they, it's shared by his grandmother, who is a, a major force in, in um, Safe at Home and Slam Dunk. And the grandmother lives on the ground floor, and the, the um, Jumper and his mom live in the, the top floors of, of the brownstone. So it's, a, it's an adjustment summer. And in Safe at Home, he has, his grandmother and mother put him into a local um, basketball, baseball um, camp, and he's resistant because he's really strong in, base, in basketball. And you know, but they want to keep him in the community and get him to know the community better. So they use this baseball program as a vehicle. And that actually came from a, um, a program in Harlem called the Harlem RBI program. And I actually had been working with that program for a number of years. And I went to those kids, and we did situations and language and. <laughs> names and, and games of the, that they could play. So um, the kids at, at the Harlem RBI program really helped me to develop Safe at Home. Okay, so what led to your decision to write the sequel to the book? Because there, was, there, were, there, were, there were issues that were not resolved in the first book, and that's done purposely, obviously. And I wanted to expand and, and talk about what it's like to not only transition over the summertime, but then what's it like. I just think that going from um, elementary school into middle school is such a huge transition. I wanted to um, write about that, that transition. So once again, I uh, spent some time in a school in uh, Manhattan with some sixth, grade, sixth through eighth graders and kind of got some feedback from them on what it's like to make that big transition. And uh, from that, Slam Dunk was uh, developed. And it takes Jumper to that kind of where he has to decide right from the beginning whether he's going to sort of be his own man or whether he's going to, um, you know, follow any kind of uh, crowd. And he decides, he gets talked into running for political office <laughs> at school, um, running for student council. Wow. Um, so it's a big uh, step for him. And, it, and I also want kids to understand that, you know, that's not about popularity, but it's really about you know, having ideas and creativity, getting your name known. And again, this morning, we're speaking to Sharon Robinson, daughter of Jackie Robinson. She's here this morning to talk about her latest book. The title of the book is Slam Dunk. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. Now, let's talk about um, why you think so many young people will identify with the main character and the struggles of Jumper, the main character in the book. Well, first of all, I should say, Rodney, the other real strong uh, motivation for me to write uh, the series was, um, you know, just trying to attract um, young boys to um, continue to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a son uh, that um, you know did not did not like to read. Had dyslexia. You know, so it was a real struggle for him. So I, I was always looking for books that would be sort of high interest, and that's why I wanted to do sort of sports as a subplot in both the books because I'm really trying to approach um, you know get kids reading and keep and keeping them reading. So. Um, Jumper is a, is a very the characters in in um, Safe at Home and Slam Dunk are really based on real kids uh, that live in Harlem, uh, and so they're city kids. But Jumper and Jumper is a kid from the suburbs, but they sort of face and you know normal you know situations that all kids face. 
and they do it in a way that that's um, you know where they have to struggle because Jumper, you know, has to play baseball and you know is not good at it, and he has to deal with his bully and he has to deal with the, sort of the pain of losing his father. So these are all very real issues. And since I've been doing the Breaking Barriers program over the past ten years, that these are issues that kids write about um, constantly. Loss is a, a big factor in our kids in kids lives today and the loss can be death divorce um, separation you know not ever knowing one of your parents or having a, one of your parents move away and you know i, I wanted to um I've, I've from reading their essays i i know the the struggles that these kids go through um you know trying to sort of keep a balance in their life with one parent not there um, and also as a single parent myself, I had to I had the exact same struggle. So um, I think that a lot of kids will relate to it. There's also kids in there that are um, from very much uh, two-parent homes, and they have different kinds of struggles, but all of the kids have something that they're sort of working on um, as they transition into sixth grade. Okay, let me ask you this now for parents out there listening this morning, and you talked about how you had trouble finding books that your son, your young son, would be interested in. Um, What can parents do to kind of motivate their child to read? Well, I think we have to, you know, one of the things I learned about uh, from raising my son is that, uh, you know, everything has to be sort of multisensory. So um, you can't just hand them a book and if, if they're a reluctant reader and expect them to just sort of carry forward with it. So, you you know, Reading together, reading aloud, is is something that we need to continue in our homes, and it doesn't just happen with preschool kids. It should happen with you know your grade schoolers and middle school kids. High schools are a different stories, you know. And even in high school, you can read the newspaper together. So I, I think that reading aloud and reading together is something that um, you know families need to do with kids, and they cause they they have to hear the language as well as um, read it, and and then some. There's also um, audio tapes that that accompany many of these books and that's another way for kids that are not auditory learners it's um a, another good source of getting books in the material in into kids heads all right and again this morning in case you're just tuning in you're listening to sunday morning magazine i'm rodney lear on the phone with me this morning is sharon robinson sharon is of course the daughter of the late baseball great jackie robinson now sharon what do you think young people will learn from reading the latest book your latest book slam dunk i think what they'll learn is you know subtly hopefully um is that you know when you meet up with an obstacle you you know keep working uh to get to that next level and, and not let it uh, sort of knock you down. So i give you an example. Um, Jumper, the girls take the boys on, challenge the boys to a basketball game uh, as a fundraiser for their school. And it's a sort of the boys come expecting to be able to just win this game with, with you know, having no challenge from the girls. And they, and they find um, that they, they're they quite challenged by the girls. <laughs> and one of the first things they find when they arrive is the girls have come, none of them have uniforms yet, but the girls have come in something that looks like a uniform. You know, they have the same kind of colored T-shirt on, and the boys have all come looking like individuals. And so right away they sort of learn that, um, and they play like individuals. And it, it takes them, you know, to their towards the end of the game before they start to pull together as a team. And that's a sort of an important lesson for kids to understand. And um, so I, I, I think that's just one of the the many lessons. 
And again, this morning, we're speaking to author Sharon Robinson. She's the daughter of Jackie Robinson, who in 1947 broke through racial barriers when he integrated baseball. Sharon's latest book is entitled Slam Dunk. Now, Sharon, what projects are you currently working on? I'm working on the most fun project, yes. I just completed the writing of my first picture book. Wow. And I'm doing it with Kadir Nelson, and I'm so excited because Kadir did my covers, and he and I have, he's an amazing artist and a very talented um, young black man, and I just um, love his philosophy and his family, and so he's just a great guy. I'm a great admirer of his work. Oh, it's just amazing. I, I love everything he does. Yep. He's my favorite artist, actually. I tell is. you, and the lighting, how he uses light, and, you know, just, I think he's so great. So anyway, I, I just finished writing of it, and it's a story that I've, that I've told many times as a, one of my favorite memories of my father. But in writing it for younger children and knowing that Kadir is going to bring it to life with the illustrations, um, it was just a whole different, very unique, wonderful experience. So it's a story of my father uh, testing ice before we were allowed to go ice skating. And I use it as something. We lived in Stamford, Connecticut, and and we had a lake behind, you know, bottom of the hill, you know, on our on our on our property. And we were not allowed to go ice skating until my dad went out there and, you know, checked to make sure the ice was safe enough for us to um, go ice skating. And he didn't just do it for his children; he did it for the kids and our friends in the neighborhood as well. So it's a great, I use it as a metaphor for him breaking the color barrier in baseball. So to convert that story into a story for young children was um, just a wonderful, um, unique experience for me. All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to get a copy of the book, the title of the new book is Slam Dunk. How can our listeners get a copy of the book? Well, I'm a scholastic author, so it's um, they can reach it, get, get a copy of Slam Dunk from all the scholastic um Ways, book fairs, bookstores, uh, book clubs. Um, that is what I love about being a scholastic author. It's, they make books so accessible for children. They can get it um, paperback version or the hardback version in the stores. Thanks for taking so much time to talk to us this morning. Thank you, Rodney. All right, we've been talking to Sharon Robinson, the daughter of Jackie Robinson.